Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, stuff. Stuff? Yeah, you ever have just like a random thought and you're like, man, I wonder what Peppin would think about that. Actually, I do sometimes, especially when I edit the podcast. I'm like, huh, what's Peppin think about this? And then I say it and I'm like, oh, I guess that's what Peppin would think about that. So, so yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. You can't even predict what you're going to say in something that's already been recorded? I, I'm kind of random, so not really. I mean, sometimes I can, but other times I'm like, wow, that's a good point I just came up with. Nate, I want you to make a lot of really good points. I have some like just kind of one-off topics I want to talk about that I don't think we can fit into a whole episode. Are you down for that? Yeah, yeah. So this is like a stuff hodgepodge episode extravaganza. Meter's thoughts. We need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going, Pepin? Yo, yo, I'm doing well. How about you, Steve? I'm so great. Thank you so much. Every time I ask that question, you reciprocate and you ask me how I'm doing. And I appreciate that. How art you doing? How art thou doing? (laughs) We do have with us special guest, Anita Oswald, famous author from New Hampshire. How's it going, Anita? I'm good, guys. How are you? Not too bad, thanks. I'm so glad you came back on yeah, uh, to talk you. about just some random, some random stuff. So I have a couple of questions that kind of like, or just thoughts on the world in general that kind of just popped into my head that I want to get you guys' opinions on, and they may be some of them are a little weird and some of them are a little risque, uh, but I think that they'll be they'll be good to talk about. The first one I want to talk about is phones. So we all we all have a, a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, what which company do you guys use for your cell phone itself and for your provider? So I use LG um, V20, LG V20. Oh and yeah, you're the type of guy who had a Zune in high school instead of an iPod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I would, if I had the money, I'd go with Samsung most likely. But LG V20, it's pretty good, and I. Who's my provider? It's uh, what were they called? U.S. Cellular. Yeah, I have U.S. Cellular. I have an iPhone six, so really old phone at this point. Now that we're on Ooh, a ten. Oh yeah, I have an iPhone eight plus. Yep. Pretty fancy, and Sprint. I use Sprint. Outstanding. So when now I, we have U.S. Cellular because mine's a work phone. I don't even pay for it. My company does. But when you guys, do you guys ever get notifications from your company that says you're due for an upgrade? Yes. My company doesn't pay for my phone. Not, not your company. I'm sorry, but the your service provider, US Cellular. Oh, no. So I, I do the prepaid thing. So I bought the phone outright mm-hmm. and uh, I just have, it's not prepaid exactly, but they call it prepaid. It's it's just like a monthly thing instead of uh, finance. So I, I didn't finance my phone. That's paid for it. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that I have an issue with is the phrasing there where they say you're due for an upgrade. And what that really means is... You've paid off your phone. Do you want to take out another loan with us? Right. Good and point. I I think it's awful that they phrase it as you need an upgrade because most people are going to be like, oh, it's time for an upgrade. Like I get a free upgrade. And really they're like, no, you can pay the same that you've been paying us. Okay. What's my other option? Not paying you. Like that's, I think that's a really important distinction that most people don't make. Yeah. Save yourself 30 bucks a month. Exactly. At very least until it starts to fail. Like I'm still using the six 
and they're on 10 now and they're, it still works just fine. And I work, I do it for the business I work for. So when people come to me and they're like, Oh, my phone's not working. I need a new phone. I'm like, every person in this company has a seven or better. And I have a six. When mine starts to fail, then you guys get an upgrade. But until then, like why you don't, you don't need one just because the company's telling you you're due for one. That's it's still me. All it means is you're not paying us money anymore. Yep. Yep. It's well, they're trying to get you to upgrade it. But uh, one thing with Apple, which is a little bit mischievous, is a little bit of a side tangent in a way, but kind of not, is they've gotten, it's been proven now that what they do is they will upgrade all of the device drivers and uh, system information or all the system UI. They'll yep. upgrade all the system stuff on the iPhones for the new phone. And then they'll put the update on all the every phone that exists essentially and the update will slow down all the new phones so right before launch everyone's phone starts going slower and people will be more likely to buy phones yeah and then you have the people like me who just want the latest up-to-date technology Mm -hmm. and and a lot of the new features like face recognition to unlock your phone like things like that are so convenient and really are helpful like it's i feel like the phone should be able to sell themselves not using manipulation and tactics like slowing down the other phones which is in my opinion that's unethical in general see i i'm, I'm a little bit like uh, conflicted because on the one hand i think that makes sense that they would you know put these updates out and it would just naturally slow down the old phones because you want to keep the old phones up to date so it makes sense that you know if these new features or new functionalities are just happening to be more advanced and the new phones hold, handle them better than the old phones that makes sense but same time it is a little bit like fishy because uh because I don't think they're being well optimized. I think they're, it's just a side effect of it. And the side effect is that they profit. Mm, for sure. I've seen it more from Apple than from anybody. But I know US Cellular is the one that always sends us emails. It's almost time to upgrade. You're, you're, you're due for an upgrade. See, Sprint doesn't do that. If you log into your online account there, you know, every, every screen you go to says upgrade, upgrade. You're eligible. You're eligible. Mm. But they don't send you a lot of, you know junk mail or anything like that mm. See, i'm not yeah i'm not used to all this upgrading stuff because uh i have always bought my phones i've never financed a phone at least not yet and i haven't had any of these upgrading things and usually i think about upgrading my phone when i break my old phone or when the old phone isn't doing it for my use cases so like uh i was sending a lot of text messages watching youtube videos and stuff like that and it wasn't really working out with my old phone because like my hands are huge, but uh, the phone I had is like this <laughs> tiny little thing. And Whoa! I've never noticed how big your hands are. <laughs> Those are big hands. <laughs> oh, th- thank you, thank you. But you know, I was trying to send text messages, and I had to send many text messages out to my bosses and stuff, and emails, and using, using my tiny little phone. <laughs> your it, tiny little phone with your you? big thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a flip phone? It, no, it it, uh, it was just. A tiny uh, track. Yeah, it was a track phone technically, but it wasn't. A, it was touch. So it was a flip phone that doesn't flip. I, I guess. Uh, like one of those old Nokia boxes. I have it in my uh, in my closet. You know, I'm just gonna take a side step here. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna go grab it. Okay. Oh my god! Watch it be one of those things where you just slide the keyboard up. Or like the, what mm-hmm. is it, the face, the screen, you slide it yeah, up. Yeah, and you, you slide it open. Like have the teeny tiny little buttons that are like smaller than my pinky nail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one of those. I remember back when I was in high school texting, I would have, you had the a cell phone where you just had the keypad. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted 
to hit C, you had to hit one three times oh, and to type that whole that's word the worst. predictive text came out and that made it so much easier because it would guess the word when you got two or three letters in except when they add auto spell correct mm-hmm. because sometimes you could be saying the peanuts are in the cabinet <laughs> and the text says the penis is in the drawer <laughs> i mean come on well you gotta when keep you- the penis somewhere so <laughs> yeah, I I don't know where else, but the kitchen drawer. <laughs> but those ones were, I had one of those as well that it slides open and then it reveals a full keyboard and it does make mm. texting way easier, but you need to learn. It's a long process to learn how to type on something that little tiny, tiny little numbers. Yeah. Cause if you have huge thumbs, mm-hmm. you're going to have a problem. If you got Nathan's gigantic King Kong thumbs, <laughs> he can't find his phone. Folks. Nope. He's looking. He's a lot taller than I thought too. <laughs> I thought Nate's, he was a Nate's little just shorter. a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> and toe to tip. <laughs> they do say something about guys with big hands, don't they? Yeah, so uh, gloves. I think it's glove related. Mm. So here's my phone. It's invisible. Oh, oh wow. I had one just like that. Ooh, it's so pretty. Uh, I found the old, old phone, which stopped working. So another phone. I had a small phone, and then it didn't work out because of my giant thumbs. They're not that giant, but so I got the new phone. The new phone stopped working because it was wasn't charging, and uh, it's like an issue with like just those old chargers. So mm-hmm. I had to get a new one because of that. And it's it's like I could have gotten repaired, but at that point, it costs like two hundred, two hundred, two hundred to three hundred dollars to get it repaired. Because just buy a new phone. Y- yeah, it's it's like I cracked the screen on one of my phones, and th- that's what actually made me want to get the new one was not the f- tiny fingers but or tiny uh, screen but the uh, broken screen but it's like at that point just get a new phone that reminds me at work we um there the printer that we had started failing and it said replace drum so i looked up the parts that i would need to replace it and the parts to replace it cost more than buying a brand new that exact same printer so we bought a brand new that exact same printer like and it came with ink. So it was Bonus. we saved like hundreds of dollars by buying a new printer versus a replacement part, which doesn't make any sense. Printers are a very terrible market. They, they used to be really good because they had like well concrete, uh, well manufactured parts. And since they've gone to plastic parts, they're very finicky, very easy to break. And like, yeah, you're better off just getting a new one half the time. And that's what we did. And that one's going to fail soon and we'll have a third printer. They both still work, but one of them, like when it spools, all of the paper comes out with like divots in it and stuff, which is fine for internal use, but external to customers and stuff. You want something nice. So that's why we use a second printer. Mm-hmm. But it's also nice because I can set them both to be able to scan into the computer. And I set one to be really low quality so they can scan a bunch of stuff fast and one to really high quality when we need something that looks really, really good. So it actually worked out really well to have them both. But that's that's enough on that subject. I think we're all pretty tapped on phones and printers. Um, I want to talk about fundraisers. So kids kids do fundraisers, right? Like in school, mm-hmm. you have to sell all that wrapping paper and all that crap or um, Girl Scout cookies. Like that's a fundraiser, realistic. That's what it is. Um, so there's all these different types of fundraisers. I have a big, big problem with them, with one type of fundraiser with one type of fundraiser (laughs) the car wash when you have high school Mm. girls doing a car wash who's that for (laughs) 
that is by and like far and away the creepiest thing I can imagine is high school girl fundraisers and they're like, oh, bring your car. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I'll go through the fucking digital one. I'll give you $10 to not wash my car. All right. So what's your problem with the the high school girls doing it? Is it the tiny little shorts that they're wearing? The, Absolutely. The wet tops that they're wearing and you feel like a creep? Is Abs- that what the problem absolutely. is? Absolutely. No. Uh, okay. who, who is it for? It's for the school. I have a, in two months, she will, in just over two months, she'll be 18, and she um, she has done soccer car wash fundraisers for several years, mm-hmm. and it's great because the community comes out, they support the school, the mm-hmm. sport, the town, the kids, and not one person has been creepy mm-hmm. about it. The concept mm-hmm. itself is creepy. The concept itself okay. is let's get underage girls scantily clad and wet all over cars <laughs> and we'll give them money. Why does that sound like a good high school fundraiser? Well, now that you, I mean, you say it like that, and yeah, that just sounds kind of pimpish on the parents' part, the school's part. <laughs> like, oh, maybe they raised $10,000. Like, good for hey, you. But hey, still, they say like, sex sells. Yes, but it's literally CP. <laughs> like, this is, yeah. no, there is no, there is no good aspect to this, in oh, my thank opinion. Oh, God, she graduates this year. <laughs> And now it'll be legal for new car washes. <laughs> right. I, I think that if the context is there, it's not creepy because, like, yeah, if they're wearing bathing suits, okay, that, that's a bit too far because mm-hmm. that's too – but then again, like, you know, people go on beaches when they're, like, you know, um, below 18 wearing bathing suits. Mm. So it's kind of similar to that, but I think there's a – yeah. That is wash. a completely different thing. Yeah, you're that on is the not beach a service where you're raising money. True. <laughs> I, I think it's a different context too. My question isn't isn't who's it who are they raising money for? My question is who is the target audience for that specific fundraiser that wouldn't also benefit from a bake sale or something more traditional and less scandalous? Hmm. Would it be more okay if they were wearing like say like a Say construction worker garb or like 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 prison suits like non sexy garb like things which aren't considered like scantless. I think the i the the idea of it in general is is just like wa- washing the car and you pressing up against windows. It's like that's mm. the whole the whole concept I believe was derived as a sex appeal thing, and maybe didn't even start at you know let's have underage people doing this. But when it got to that point, someone needed to be like, why? Well, some school why districts now one? do co-ed. I, so it's I would the feel, boys team plus I, the girls team. I would team. feel a little better about that. Just a little bit? A little bit. But okay. even still, it's still creepy. Yeah. Hmm. What if it was all boys? <laughs> the, the, it's, the, the age, given what our society deems to be appropriate, is my issue. It is, it's not necessarily a gender issue at all. Mm-hmm. But I just seen it more often where it's scantily clad, very young girls doing this. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is absolutely creepy. And I would love to donate to them, but not under those pretenses. So you don't have to go through the car wash. You mm-hmm. could just give them cash. But why as a society do we need that to be a fun, like a, 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 an American staple of this is a fundraiser. There's the big three. There's bake sale. There's sell stuff door to door. And then there's getting wet on cars. I have nothing to that. Nothing. 
I do have an experience where I was at a car wash. So we were doing a fundraiser for like uh, some sort of event to go to. And it was like actually a church event. And uh, there was some people. So, so there was like two cute girls in the group. I was like 16. They were like 17 or something. And those two cute girls were the girls who were like on the side of the road kind of getting people to come mm-hmm. in. And they definitely flirted with the guys with nice cars. So like, like, hey, you with the nice car. Hey. Like get, ah. come in, huh? and they were yeah definitely losing their their sexual appeal. Now when they got there, and it was me <laughs> wearing a speedo. <laughs> so when these poor suckers pulled into the, they doubled their tip <laughs> into the lot. <laughs> that I'm okay wow. with. <laughs> Drawing all the creeps and then disappointing. <laughs> so that brings me. Are, are we good? Are we good on that one? Does anyone have anything really I, I, pivotal I, I, on that? Yeah, I don't know. I, my official stance is it's creepy. Okay. I think it's a fair stance. Now, we're all familiar with the wolf man, with uh, the concept of a werewolf. When, a, when wolf man changes under the light of the full moon, does he have a dog dick? <laughs> This is a random thought for you. This is a pretty standard thought. For okay, me. a pretty standard thought for you. I I don't. Does it turn into a? Does he have a wolf penis? I would say no. I mean, he's still part human. Like he's just yeah. part wolf. Yeah, but all of his whole body turns into a, a werewolf. Mm. Well, no, well, except he's got this big human dog. Well, wait, are we though? talking about like Twilight werewolves, or are we talking That's a like great question? Um, Dracula Underworld werewolves, where because those are two totally different mm. werewolf looks. Mm. I mean, you got full on dog, and you got full on hot guy all hairy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's a good point. So m- maybe there's stages in between too. Maybe you're full on werewolf, and then this goes dog dick. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you just don't have one. Like, are you one of those dog dick werewolves or <laughs> I got to know. This is for research. I promise. But, but it could be like, the, I feel like some dogs, like, uh, like it kind of goes up. In, actually, this is all dogs. It kind of goes up into them. Mm-hmm. But there's like this mm-hmm. little thing there. So maybe, yeah. maybe there's like no way of knowing unless you like investigate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nate. That's a bold, so you're going to have to go get underneath sense. some uh, werewolves. Okay. And be all like, right. all right, this Where's is purely the nearest for Where's <laughs> I forget. I forget. Where's the? There's a wolf farm in uh, New York. Okay. New York. Go see if there's Nate, some werewolves there. Nate, we're going on a road there. trip. <laughs> we need to investigate. <laughs> I, th- yeah, I think the correct answer, though, is as Nina said, it depends on how wolf it is. So the more wolf werewolf it is, mm-hmm. the more likely it's it's just a dog thing. Mm-hmm. The less or more human it is, the more it's the human thing. So you've got like centaurs, right? And that's obviously a horse dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But what about like, like, uh, what do they call minotaurs? Like, uh, pan, where they're almost all human except the, for the legs, and the legs are like hooved. I'd say that's a, a man one. Yeah. Man, total. Yeah. Just a regular human being. Mm hmm. I, I don't know that one. Nate's not sure. He He's trying to imagine, but... I'm purely guessing here. I've never actually seen one face-to-face. So. That's fair. That's I mean, this or is... Or face-to-dick. Whatever. <laughs> this is, of course, all speculation. Um, okay, so I think the, the consensus is it depends on how wolfed they are. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely something you guys haven't thought about before. No. no. Is, is does Wolfman have a dog dick? What about if? What about when he turns back? Does he turn back into a full human? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, th- that's kind of how the thing goes, right? Mm. I mean, general. I mean, maybe there's exceptions to that rule, but in general, that's how the cliche is or the uh, the general trope. I don't know. Maybe he's always got a dog dick, and like that's how you know what a werewolf is. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're a human. You're a human with a dog dick. You're a werewolf. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Uh... Guys, if you I'm not sure. guys and gals, if you meet a man <laughs> who or a who woman has a dog dick. who has a dog dick and or a vagina, <laughs> that's a werewolf. <laughs> you heard it here first. This is not. This will like enter in some sort of movie plot now. <laughs> yeah, sure There's going to be sole focus on how has no dick, one dog dick. how has no one l- looked into this yet. The, they where, never show that part during where are the transition. You they don't. Like, what about Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf? Mm. I don't know. These are the hard questions someone's He's always ask. got clothes on. He does. Why? He, it's that Hollywood can hide the truth. Mm. So that's all the questions I had. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Okay. Why do you have hot sauce on your speaker? Uh, this is where I tend to eat dinner, to be honest. Okay. And it's like yesterday I was eating some food before my girlfriend came over and it's like, okay, now I need to clean up out there. So I clean up out there and it's like, okay, I think in clear is clean enough. Okay. I guess so. Oh, so you clean up for your girlfriend, but not your radio guests mm-hmm. or your I, podcast guests? I thought I cleaned up pretty well. I mean, for the most part. Uh, he did. Uh, no, he reassembled. Yeah. He assembled all of this. All of this is usually out there. I think it looks quite nice in here. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the, so she tears you apart <laughs> savagely. It does. The, the, there's like, wow, it looks filthy in here, but you did it good <laughs> enough. It's good enough, I suppose. But what is this? You guys have this we need to talk board up mm-hmm. here, and there's a bunch of this stuff on there but one question should kids run lemonade stands oh that's a why very is that even a question well should they like who the hell else is gonna run a lemonade stand uh professionals uh <laughs> Min- minute maid maybe aren't kids professional have lemonade you, stand have you runners? ever heard of minute maid <laughs> well, what are the kids gonna run are they gonna run like a car a washes crack, a crack shack i mean <laughs> should the- change it nate should kids run crack shacks <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. You'll let the kids run a car wash, but not the scandalous teenage girls. Exactly. Isn't that worse? Arguably. (laughs) (laughs) So I think the idea behind the lemonade stand is like, you know how sometimes people like call the cops on them, on kids with lemonade stands, and they make them shut it down because they don't have a permit? That's ridiculous. And that's what Those the talk is about. Those people are stingy bastards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, it's definitely a thing. It's so, so there's a lot of stories about that. So people will... You know, call the cops on them and they shut down the lemonade stand. So the question is, is that right? No, it's not right. They're kids for goodness sake. They do not have a permit and the FDA has not gone in there and actually taken a look around what's going on. Kids have been running lemonade stands since the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. If you can't drink lemonade from some random neighborhood kids like stand, then what can you do? I remember that story in the Bible where <laughs> <laughs> Jesus went to the lemonade stand right. and shut that shit down. <laughs> What if someone gets sick off the lemonade? Who is culpable? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yourself? 
for being ridiculous enough to to actually drink the lemonade. Well, the kid's sitting there looking at you with the doe eyes. Like, you can't be like, I'm not drinking this. Oh, oh no. Come on. As a parent, guys, you know how to fake a sip. Seriously, you've never obviously had a tea party with a, you know, four-year-old who wants to put a mixture of vinegar, water, salt, and God knows what else in your teacup. You just kind of, hmm, no mouth opening. Mm -hmm. Hmm, that looks so good. It tastes delicious. See, I wouldn't lie to him. (laughs) (laughs) It's a white lie. It's not like a lie I would be like, I'm not drinking that. You put vinegar and oil in this. It's not like a seven deadly sins lie. It's like a... I guess. I think that was up there for a while. Oh, there it is. Seven sins. Seven We're just going to touch on all the topics. (laughs) (laughs) So there is lust Wrath. Gluttony. Gluttony. Drinking lemonade. Uh, sloth. <laughs> sloth. Um, envy. What's what's the other one? Pride. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. And there's one last one, right? I don't know. Gluttony. That's, that's da, da. I don't know. Did you count them off? Yeah. It's lemonade. Lem- le- lemonade is definitely a sin. I mean, lemonade, No. So there were there were kids right at I live in a trailer park and at the end of the park like where everybody comes and goes mm-hmm. some kids set up a shop for like selling lemonade and stuff and I gave them like ten dollars in change that I had laying around mm-hmm. and they're like oh what do you want to buy I'm like no I'm good I don't want to buy anything I just want to support the idea of you right. going above and beyond to actually make money right but I didn't actually buy anything and I would not buy I would not actually eat the stuff they had it was disgusting right. Mm. Yeah, the last lemonade stand I went to was my cousin's kids. Yeah. But she's she's an amazing baker and she baked cookies, made lemonade, and it was delicious. Mm. But I would not drink it from a random lemonade from a, stand. From a random lemonade stand? No, so I mean, I give them a buck. A, yeah. But well, then why don't they do a, a, a better fundraiser, like where they're selling like store-bought stuff? <laughs> Well, <laughs> like here's a completely they have to sealed have the money to go buy that. Well, they I mean, have to have the money parents, to buy the lemons. Well, who says it's not just powder out of a canister? Well, okay. I mean that you probably that's have true. sitting in your cabinet for the last five years. That's, it's probably expired. That's really true. But I mean, the whole point of it is to you know give them money, support their mm. entrepreneurial you know endeavors. Mm. I mean, who's going to, you know, give money to a kid standing out there with a can that says, I would sell lemonade, but you wouldn't drink it. So just give your (laughs) give your money to me anyways. If they wrote all of that on a sign, I would definitely donate. (laughs) I would donate just because it was funny. Not selling lemonade. (laughs) It would be gross. Still could use money. Hey, I mean, I applaud the the effort and the, you know, tenacity of that one. But I don't think too many people would, you know. Uh, I mean, as a, as a poll here, at least two or three, would you, would you not give them money <laughs> if they had a sign <laughs> like that? Wow. I mean, Wow, now yeah. Anita's not even going to give money to kids. <laughs> yeah. Begging on the side of the road. I'm such a Scrooge. I mean, yeah, I would, you know, give them a buck still. Mm. I mean, if it's, you know, a kid in my neighborhood. But I'm not going to, you know, go giving money to every kid How that I come across. How old's too old to be running a lemonade stand? Oh. Jeez. Seven. Seven? Seven. So you're too seven. old at seven years old? Yeah. I think Where are you in seven? At seven, like one, like first grade? At seven, you're like in first, maybe so a first, second grade? So a first, maybe second grader, you should not be running a lemonade stand. They should be younger than that. It, it, after seven, you should be like mowing lawns. What if they were a baby? 
just a little (laughs) (laughs) at that point it's exploitation just a literal 10 month old sitting on a table sitting in a high chair I no would parents. wonder where those parents were, and you know, somebody called Department of Health and Human Services. They're buying more lemonade. <laughs> I would, I would pay a baby for some lemonade. And I would drink that lemonade. Aww, I would little, pay to cuddle a little baby, a little ten-month-old baby selling lemonade. Oh my goodness! Imagine if they were like a really good salesman. At that show. point, I'd put a jar out there that says "Future College Education" right here. Get me off the streets. Help participate. This <laughs> college will cost a million dollars by the time I get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, were there any more up there? Any good ones? Meaning um, of life? Yeah, we probably got we got five minutes. We can do meaning of life. Meaning of life. <laughs> that's a, that's mm. no, it's a joke. Unless you know the meaning of life, and then we could really short, shorten our list. <laughs> the meaning of life. Mm. Yeah, I have these really profound thoughts on the meaning of life and that you should live, love, laugh. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Do you happen to have that yeah. over like a, a, a hearth or? I do. How did you Nailed know? It. I just guessed. It's all carved out in white wooden letters too with mm-hmm. little pretty flowers around it for everybody to see. It's on display. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. sounds it. Yeah. Yeah. Live, laugh, love, Nate. Okay. Okay. I think I think we do a lot of that here on the show. Well, I'm alive. Yeah, we live. I don't think we love though. Not very much. Nate, I mean, we love. N- no, not you. You two clearly love each other. Nate, we love each other. I mean, we used to do the podcast in my bed, so I guess <laughs> there was an aspect of that. That's true. We didn't release those though. <laughs> Probably for the best. Those are for our Patreon members. <laughs> it's called the Bedcast. Now, we do laugh sometimes, but uh, what else do we do? I think we plug. We do. We plug stuff in like my phone is charging right now. And uh, what else do we plug? Uh, we plug different different books that people who are on our show have written. Yay. Like uh, like Anita wrote Letters to My Ex and uh, Falling from Grace. I did, yep. Absolutely. And, of course, we'll have uh, we'll have links in the description. You guys can check those out. Definitely amazing reads. Um, anything else you're, you're working on that people should know about or where uh, they can find you? Currently, I am working on a psychological thriller, Ooh. Murder Mystery. Yeah, it's a little different than the other two, but you can find me on social media. Just under my name, Anita Oswald. On um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Minds, all the social medias. Absolutely and highly, highly suggested. Check out her work; it's absolutely phenomenal. Yep, it's for sale on Amazon and Kindle. And uh, where Nathan, tell me where other than your bed can they find us? Well, they can find us on twittercom wntt one facebookcom we need to talk show. Also, we have Patreon where you can donate to us money, and there's one big place you can find us too, and find other things too, like uh, shit happens when you party naked, or the Behavioral Observation Podcast, and that is Podcast NH. Steve, what's Podcast NH? PodcastNH.com is, of course, a uh, a network of podcasts all working together. They're all based in New Hampshire, and uh, it's just a, a cool place for people to hang out. And anybody in New Hampshire who wants to, or even outside of it, who wants to check out some shows from within New Hampshire, pretty much anything you can uh, you can imagine is on there. From Shit Happens When You Party Naked, where they talk about uh, his semen analysis. Can he have kids? Who knows? It's still up in the air. Someday we'll find out. 
Sure not sure not I'm not sure yet. But I'm excited to find out. There's a hunting podcast, a fishing podcast, there's one about uh being a good father and uh video games and of course our whatever our show's about. The video games. Is that the Blaze experience? It is indeed. He's actually on our show a while back, right? He was. Check out that episode if you haven't done so yet. I think we've talked about ourselves enough. Have we? No. We need to talk. Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. Do you usually subscribe to entire podcasts, or do you look for specific topics? Well, I try using the search function on my podcast player on my phone. It doesn't work too well. I try using Google. Google, it's not really set up for it, so I honestly have trouble. Why don't you just use Listen Notes? Listen Notes? What's that? It's a search engine for podcasts that doesn't just search for the terms you're looking for in the title of the episode or the title of the podcast, but from inside the episode itself. Meaning if you're looking for a specific topic, you can find specific podcast episodes that are about that topic. You know, that sounds a lot easier than spending the hours and hours I have just trying to find exact right keywords to actually get it to bring up the episode. I mean, usually I just get like a million uh, how to start your own podcast articles. It's really annoying. So that sounds a lot better. Exactly. When you're looking for something to listen to, just go to listennotes.com, type in a topic you're interested in, and you'll get instant gratification, useful results. That's listennotes.com. Check it out now.